welcome to Run With Purposes. This is episode number 61. And for those of you that are new to the show, my name is Flores, and I'm so very glad that you found this podcast. Would love if you would subscribe. And as always, you can reach out to me on all the socials at flores.run. I uh, hope everyone had a great weekend, uh, start of a good week. If you're listening to this when it came out, if not, I'm hoping having a good time, whatever time it is, uh, you know, whatever day of the week it is, wherever you're listening to it. Thankful that you are. Thanks for tuning in to Run With Purpose. Yeah. Um, we've had some pretty good episodes the last few weeks. Uh, some really good interviews. Really this year has been really, really cool. Just getting new people on the show and having a bunch of different interviews and just learning so much about different kind of things and different people and stuff like that. Having these new connections has been, it's been super great. And I've been invited on some other people's shows as well. So it's just been a, it's been a really cool experience just being able to share my story and hear other people's stories as well. And, you know, just kind of communicate with each other right now. It's a lot of times, you know, with everything going on, community is the most important thing just so we don't feel like we're trapped in our own bubble. You know, other people are going through things as well and it's good to talk about those and get them out and, yeah. Uh, right now I'm kind of going through some, uh, some dealing with some ankle pain. So I'm actually taking a little bit, a step back from, from running. Hopefully I'll have to be a few days, but things aren't, things are hurting me a little bit in my ankle ish area. Um, I think it's a combination of the, the tough 39 mile race in February that I was not a hundred percent prepared for. Like I talked about in my one episode called overconfident. Uh, I think it was like three or four weeks ago. Um, and, uh, and then the other side of it too, is I need new shoes. Uh, my shoes currently have like over 600 miles on them. I've been trying to find a new pair of shoes probably for the last like three months, maybe even longer trying to you know, figure out what I was going to transition to. Cause I've been wearing new balance Vongos for gosh, it's been years. I've probably been wearing Vongos for four years now you know, 20 plus pairs of shoes and, and they change them uh, like drastically. Obviously they, most shoe companies change their shoes every year in some way, shape or form, but this past iteration of it, they changed pretty drastically. They're narrower in the toe box. They, um, what else they've, they've got like this like sock insert thing that wraps around your heel. Don't like any of it. And I know it's just me complaining about shoes, but I've been having to find something else. I've been like ordering, you know, five or six pairs at a time. Thank goodness running warehouse that does free returns and they're super great with their customer service and stuff. But buying like four or five pairs of shoes at a time, spending like $600 every transaction. I tell Kayla, I'm like, don't worry. All of these are not being kept. Most of these are being returned. So you don't have to worry about a, a credit card bill of $600 or whatever the case might be. But yeah, it's been, um, it's been a tough find trying to find some shoes. I think I found some, the New Balance 860s. Um, they're a little heavier than my Vongos and it's a, it's a higher drop, but they felt pretty comfortable on my feet just trying them on. However, the sizing, they were ran a little smaller than the other New Balances. So I had to order a half size up. Hopefully those are here by the end of the week. Um, but I'm kind of just stretching and, run, uh, stretching and icing, doing all those things this week. And then going to slowly get back into it. I don't really have a, a plan to race until probably June is what it looks like now. Um, so I have some time to kind of, you know, just be smart about everything I'm doing. So yeah, that's kind of the uh, thing that's going on there. I know it's not like me to kind of do things a smart way, especially with running, but trying to think long term here, y'all 
But uh, today's episode is I'm kind. I'm going to dive into to hangry and the new hangry as it is. Um, if you're a long time listener, you would have seen uh, listened to the episode number twenty four, uh, which was about hangry and the hangry race series. It was before our race, or as we were planning the race for last year. Um, and you can kind of get a little more of the background of hangry race series, like detail wise, but high level. Uh, we started the hangry race series in 2015, we being my wife and I, and, uh, the idea was to put on an event every single year event or events every single year that raise money for those living with the issue of hunger in our community. And it worked out. It was, it was a great experience, learned a lot, met a lot of people, learned more about the, the issue of hunger in our community, how much larger it is than I even anticipated or realized. <laughs> and then, um, last year, I just, we, we did it for about f- what well, we did. It. So we started in 2015 and then we did races all the way last year. Our race had to get canceled just with everything getting canceled. And because of that, we kind of like, we're like, Hey, there's gotta be more we can do. Like just because there's a race now, like now what do we do? We were still able to donate a good bit of money, but <clears throat> we didn't have the, as large of an impact because we just didn't have as many people register. And which rightfully so people were concerned about what was going to happen. I think we only had like 56 people registered for the race, <clears throat> which was not ideal when trying to raise money for the community and that sort of thing. So we said, there's got to be a better way to reach the community. Running was just the thing I knew. So it made the most sense to kind of go that route. Um, so we were like, Hey, how can we do this? And we've been throwing it around <clears throat> a while. I don't know why my throat is so raw. <clears throat> we've been throwing it around a while to turn hangry, the hangry race series into a nonprofit, but we knew there was a lot of work in to do that. And we were trying to decide like what we wanted to do, you know, was the, was the additional work going to pay off as far as being able to make a larger impact in the community. And after more research and stuff like that, we found out, yes, it definitely was. Um, we found a lot of companies and stuff weren't, weren't as willing to donate because it wasn't a, a charity, a nonprofit charity, and it just made it harder to do fundraising and that sort of thing. So we we're like, you know what, we need to just do this. And after the race got canceled, I really turned my focus into, into doing that and figuring out the best way that I could make that happen. And this is where Hangry comes in. So we were the Hangry Race, Hangry Race series. Hangry Race series is now just Hangry. Um, we are a nonprofit 501c3. We actually just got our official letter last week um, from the IRS that everything's been approved and golden. So I'm like, that is awesome. Uh, but now the real work begins, um, more fundraising and that sort of thing. But Really, uh, what I wanted to talk about today on the episode was just kind of make people aware of what Hangry is, how you might be able to possibly get involved um, and support Hangry and that sort of thing. It's I won't call it like a sales pitch for Hangry, but I think Hangry, the idea of Hangry, like what we have in mind and what we want to accomplish can be replicated in a lot of different areas You know, in this remote time we're able to do a lot of kind of remote things. So our plan is, you know, long-term is taking Hangry across the country and having Hangry ambassadors in different cities and states that are kind of being the people on the ground to help organize some things and to show up at events and volunteer things and that sort of thing. So hopefully as you listen to this episode, you kind of gain some um, understanding of what Hangry is. And if you're interested in, in being a part of it in any way, do not uh, hesitate to reach out to me. Um, you can DM me on socials, flores.run, um, or you can reach to me, reach out to me via hangry. 
uh, hangry socials are at get hangry and hunger. And my hangry email is Jonathan at wearehangry.com. So um, if Ryan's listening to this, I'm sure he's going to laugh because I have 15 emails. Um, but yeah, so basically hangry is doing some similar things like we did in, in the previous iteration with hangry race series. And we've got a store that we're partnering with qualified apparel. And I hope to have Ryan here on the show uh, in a few weeks, kind of talking about qualified apparel. We've had him on the show. I think he was like episode seven, six or seven. So he's one of the, he's one of the OGs. Um, I think he was the second interview we did on the show. Um, but we have a store through them. Uh, the reason we partner with them is one, they make really nice gear. Like they, they have high quality stuff. His printing is really good. Um, but they also, work with feeding America. So every item that is purchased from their shop donates 20 meals to families in America through feeding America. And that was super important to us because not only do the proceeds from the shirts that we get, um, that helps, you know, our mission and our purpose and any events that we have and programs and things like that, like our overhead expenses, which there aren't much cause you know, super, um, transparent. I'm the only employee and I'm a non-paid employee. So we don't spend any money on um, personnel or anything like that. Uh, obviously, Kayla and I were just talking about this last night. Like as we grow, that might have to be something that changes. Like if we have to hire somebody to do something, but ideally that's not the case. We want the money that comes in, the money that people that support us to go right back out the door, you know, in, in any way, shape or form that it can. But so yeah, we partner with them to make our hangry gear and, um, it's just really cool merchandise that helps kind of spread the word in it spreads the word about hangry, but it also helps because the proceeds come to us, support the community. Every item purchased helps families in America with meals. I think to date, uh, as the recording of this, we've donated like over 550 meals, I think from the items purchased, which is just awesome to see, you know, people supporting it. And it's like, Hey, you're making a difference whether you realize it or not. Even if you just think that's a cool shirt, that says hashtag hangry. Uh, I'm okay with that uh, because you're, you're still making a difference for those living with the issue of hunger in our community. So um, yeah, thank you to everyone that has supported. And if you're interested, um, everything will be on our website and I'll, I'll go through all of that because everything's on our website. So I'm not going to say it every single time. Um, uh, yeah, so we have the store. The next thing we have is, uh, our race, um, which we'll, we're going to continue to do the race. This year is a little different from a, um, of how we're processing it mostly because it's going to be a virtual race this year. I just was, I wasn't, I wasn't pleased with the, um, how do I want to word this or how do I want to say this? There wasn't very much confirmation that there, that they would be allowing parks to or allowing races to happen at parks. There was one of those things like you can sign up and then, you know, it's, it is there. And then, but it could also not be. And I'm like, well, I don't want to pay all these fees. And then some of them are refundable, but most of them are not to then not be able to have the race again, again, taking money away from where we want to give the money. So we decided we're going to make it a virtual race. Um, and the one thing with the virtual race, which ended up being a cooler idea was Kayla and I had this idea of doing a referral system. So obviously it's virtual, so people can run it anywhere. And it's like, hey, we can make a larger impact across the country if we're doing these kinds of things. And really what it comes down to is we set up this like referral program uh, and just get up for the, the race is uh, May 21st through 23rd. It's a weekend before Memorial Day. Um, you can 
refer people to the race, you sign up for the race, you get a referral link, you refer people to the race. Based on the number of people you refer to the race, we donate a portion of your race registrations, not the proceeds, the actual cost. So race registrations, $40, for, you know, a portion of that $40 is what goes out the door. If you get five people, we donate 10% of all of your race registrations to an organization of your choice. And we think that's awesome because then it allows people to kind of build in their own community, you know, get your little support group or whatever. And it's like, Hey, you know, we're going to all do this or my family's going to do this. It's like, Hey, we've got five people in our family. We're going to do five. And all of a sudden we boom, we've hit our 10% already. And then you get, you know, two other families to do it. And then when we hit 15, you get 20%, 20% of the registrations done. And there's no limit on that 15. We don't do any higher than 20% because just from cost standpoint, like, it, we don't want to, we don't want to be losing money by putting on the race. If that makes sense, like still being able to give money out, we don't want to be paying to put on the race, I guess. So we're like, well, 20% is what we can do just based off of cost of, of items and stuff. And then with, since it's virtual having to ship and there's a whole, this is, this is, it's interesting, but I wish things were cheaper, but you know, that's the times we live in. Um, but yeah, you know, you, you get 20 people, to sign up to register for the race through your referral link. That's $160 that we're just donating to an organization of your choice. And again, there's no limits to that. You get 40 people, it's $320. So the idea is, is the more you kind of put the word, the more you're helping your community. So it's almost like breaking down the barriers of fundraising because a lot of times it's hard for people to do fundraising. We know this just doing it inherently with, with the organization is people kind of want something for their fundraising, unfortunately, in most cases. Um, and we're like, hey, we want to kind of provide that to them. We want to kind of give them a reason to kind of get get behind a cause and that sort of thing. So it's like, that's where the race came in. You get people to come together. You guys do your own little um, own little race. You have like your own little medal ceremony and the whole nine and kind of builds a community event. And in so we're also helping your local community. We didn't want to just put on this race and be like, hey, thank you everyone that signed up for this race. We're only supporting Central Ohio. It just didn't seem fair. So the idea is we're basically going to say, hey, you get people to sign up in the race in your community. We're going to donate to your community. And again, I'm, I'm, I have no problem signing a large check and sending it wherever it needs to go, knowing that you're supporting it and you know, a uh, organization in your community that, that has a need. And, you know, it's crazy how this money can go such a long way. We talked about it with, uh, last year with feed Delaware, we were able to give them like, I think it was like $3,000 still with the, the money we raised from, from the race between like our partners and that sort of thing. And with that, it's like a thousand dollars buys like six months worth of food because of where they can get it from. And that's like six months worth of food for like a hundred families or something like that. So it's like, you realize the impact the money has. So it's like, if we can give anything, it's super helpful to those organizations. And then obviously we'll work to build a relationship with those organizations to see how we can help them further along. So really what I'm saying is sign up for the race. <laughs> um, and, you know, and kind of bring everyone alongside of you to join in on it, make it a, make it a community kind of thing. Again, this is what hangry is all about. There's people living with the issue of hunger throughout our country and in all sorts of communities. And sometimes these communities just don't get the support because they're not in a big city and things like that. And we kind of want to fill that gap and, and help break down any barriers to fundraising and that sort of thing. So that's kind of where the race lives in that aspect. Um, uh, one, uh, another thing we're doing as we call them our hangry heroes, uh, kind of to the same aspect of we're wanting to fill the gaps. 
we're obviously going to have our own types of events, which I'll get to in a moment, but Hangry itself is really filling the need wherever there is one, whether that's financially, whether that's donating food, whether that's, you know, supplying volunteers. And that's where our hangry heroes come in. Um, our hangry heroes is, uh, our, one of our board members came up with that name, Hillary. And I was like, that's, that's a really cool name. And they're basically our volunteers in the community that are serving other organizations. So we're, we're serving in events that have nothing to do with Hangry. Our name is not assigned with this at all. It's not about Hangry or anything. It's really just, hey, this organization has a need. They need volunteers to do something. We call in our Hangry heroes. They come and they do it. Um, we've done a couple events now. We've got a couple more on the calendar in Central Ohio. Um, but yeah, the idea is we're just filling the need where they have it. And, and again, our goal is to, to work with different people across the country and kind of build relationships with organizations that need it and help them with their volunteer efforts. I've, I've always said, and this is from the beginning of Hangry is these organizations are really good about feeding people, getting food to people, um, and, and being able to do that. But sometimes they lack in social media, event planning, uh, getting volunteers, that sort of thing, because, you know, that takes time and, you know, they may not have another person that they can pay to do that, or they don't have a volunteer that can get it done. That's kind of where Hangry comes in. We become that extra middleman to make sure that we're providing the support to those organizations. So we'll have Hangry Hero opportunities. And then again, to our own personal events, we're going to be hosting community meals every year. Basically, we work with our partners. Um, we have yearly partners, which... Well, I'll talk. I'll probably talk briefly about it at the end of the show, but um, you can check them all out on our website. But it's people that have come alongside of us. Again, we always say that sponsors want something from you, and partners want to be alongside of you and doing things. So we have partners that are, you know, basically have have um, provided a certain donation to say I'm invested in this and it kind of helps our overhead costs and then to put on events such as our community meal. Um, the community meal itself is, uh, well, we're planning on one this year and hopefully in the future years we do at least two, at least in central Ohio. And then obviously we don't know what, we don't know what the rest of it holds, especially in COVID times. We don't know what that means, but, um, our community meals are basically exactly that. We go out in the community and we just serve meals to people, whether that's a, a t takeout or like a to-go meal, if we can't have an in-person meal, but ideally it's an in-person meal where we can sit and the entire community can get together and just show love to these people um, and, and just literally sit down and have a meal together. That's the whole idea and plan. And uh, there's obviously a lot around that, but we felt like it was so important to just bring people from all walks of life, from all over the place, social economic skills, wherever you're at, to kind of just sit down and join and then have a meal together. Uh, just break down any barriers, and you know, because that's just like this podcast. It's helping me. You 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 learn things about people. You kind of help yourself grow in situations that you may not have been aware of or understood. It kind of breaks down those barriers as well, um, and then just the last piece of it, which is also is a very important piece is we're working on educational outreach of just letting people know the issue of hunger um, and how large of an issue it is. There was a study recently um, by Feeding America that talked about, they had to adjust it because of COVID, but they said one in six in America will face food insecurity in the next year based off of everything that's going on and the numbers are seen with unemployment and everything going on there. And one in four of those is children. And it's like, 
that's just, that's just absolutely nuts. And food insecurity is defined basically as not having access to, to consistent, uh, healthy food. And, and that's a problem. <laughs> you know, there's, there's a lot of organizations, no kid hungry, hungry feeding America. A lot of places are doing an amazing job on a, a large scale level, but I think there's so much we can do at our local level to help these organizations. Uh, I've said it many times, but food, the, the food and hunger issue in our country is not a supply issue. There is plenty of food. It's a distribution issue. People are not getting the food that need the food. So how do we kind of bridge that gap? And that's kind of where our education piece comes in. So we'll be working on educational type pieces to let people know how they can get involved, not just with Hangry. Again, it's not about us. It's about the issue of hunger and how we can tackle that. So Hangry is just going to come alongside of people and make that happen however we can. Um, yeah, it's been, uh, that's kind of hangry, the things that we're doing and stuff like that. Um, we started in, we technically launched the company in December. No, we, yeah, December officially stuff in January though. But um, yeah, it's been, it's been really, really good. You know, Kayla's stepping up even more so than she did. She used to really manage the volunteers, but now she's managing some of our uh, marketing and community outreach with our partners and that sort of thing. Um, the community support has been, been great. People have been helping out a ton. We actually have a food drive this weekend and we've already raised like $350 for the food drive. Had multiple people say that they're going to take the charge to, to collect a hundred items to drop off to us. Kayla's been super busy at shopping at like every Kroger she can find to just make the dollars go as far as we can. But it's like, man, $350 is a lot of food. She just got a shopping. She gave me a text this morning, sent a shopping cart worth of food. And it was like, this is $50. I'm like, that is crazy. So we're, we're making a huge impact already. And it was crazy how, when we started reaching out to organizations, telling them what we were going to be doing, they're like, tell us how we can be involved with this because we, we need your support in X, Y, and Z. And we didn't realize how much of a need there was. Um, so we're trying to do everything we can and, you know, uh, a lot the resources to be able to do that, to help all these organizations again, that are on the ground feeding these people um, that need it, you know, and it's, you know, hunger isn't a, uh, a homeless issue. Hunger isn't just like an inner city issue. You know, there's a lot of people that are literally one paycheck away from having to decide, are they going to put food on the table or are they going to pay the, pay the electric? And that's just, that's just not acceptable to, to, to have. And so how do we, how do we kind of mend that and make it a little more accessible for people to get this food and remove the stigma from it as well? But that's a whole nother, uh, issue there. But, um, so how, how can you get involved? <laughs> you know, there's, I've said all of the, the things here and um, there's so many ways that you can get involved. Uh, obviously purchasing hangry gear is the easiest one. Um, you just go online to our, our and everything's on our website. So we are hangry.com. You can click the get involved link and there it's going to kind of give you an outline of these three things. So we have, you can, you can donate, um, which is simple. It's a donation to, to our cause. Um, you can purchase items from our hangry store. We've got a ton of hangry gear up there. We're <clears throat> working on new designs all the time to try to get things up there and keep them fresh. Again, it's twofold on helping people there. The proceeds support hangry um, and the missions we're doing and things we're doing around the country. And then obviously qualified apparel is donating, um, is providing meals through families in America for families in America through feeding in America. I always stumble those words. 
Um, we have our race. That's the big thing right now. Again, the race is May 21st through 23rd that weekend. Um, the registration actually started yesterday, March 15th. So, you know, get signed up today. Um, invite your friends. Remember to use our referral link so we can make a larger impact in your community. Uh, I'm really I'm really excited to see how the community gets together with this and we can kind of just make it a larger impact. Like to me, that's just the lives change is really where the, the, um, the impact really comes in. So I'm super excited about that. And then if you're local in Columbus right now, you can join our hangry heroes. Um, we use an app called the point app to manage all of our volunteers. You can find that information on our website as well. But I guess not even if you're in Columbus, if you have some desire to help those living with the issue of hunger and want to know how we can get a part, you know, maybe we can figure out the the hangry ambassador program. We're going to figure it out on the fly anyways. We're just, you know, we're, we're this, the need is so great. We can wait. We, we said this, we were trying to reach out to, we were waiting to get our nonprofit paperwork back before we started asking for partner donations. And with with that, we were like, well, when's this thing going to come in? We have no idea. We need to get some funds so we can start doing some things. We were getting donations, but like big picture, we needed more to actually get things done. And Kayla was like, she's like, well, the hunger isn't waiting. So why are we? And you're like, man, that is so true. Why are we waiting to do these things? So we said, screw it. We're just going to get it done. And same kind of thing. So if you're in a different area of the country and you want to put on events or you want to do things and you want our kind of support and help to make that happen, get in touch with me. Let me know. I'd love to have that conversation and figure out the best way to make that happen. How can we help spread the message of those living with the issue of hunger in our community? You know, hangry definition is exactly that. We are angry for those living with the issue of hunger and we want to do something about it. And that's the reason hangry exists. And yeah, so, um, there's so many ways you can get involved. Again, if you have any questions about any of this stuff, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. This is something I'm super passionate about. Um, and I just want to, to get it, as many people involved as want to be involved. Because um, obviously we could, together we can make such a larger impact than just trying to do things individually um, by ourselves. So yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of the spiel. Uh, that's hangry. Thanks for, uh, thanks for, letting me tell you all about that and checking it all out. Um, yeah, again, our website, www.wearehangry.com. You can find all the information there, how to get involved, the store. Yeah, just, just everything. Um, you can reach out to me on social media everywhere at flores.run. Subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. You guys know the thing. Um, Again, wearehangry.com. I can't say it enough. Um, you can also follow Hangry on all of the socials uh, at Get Hangry and Hunger. Um, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok now. I'm, I'm trying to get a little better with the, the TikTok stuff, trying to, trying to be super cool and edgy, I guess. I don't know. TikTok's a, a confusing thing, but my board members say I need to be on it. So we're on it and we're going to figure it out. We're going to have some fun. So follow me on there. We can have some fun on TikTok, but... You can visit my website, www.flores.run for blog posts and that sort of thing. But thank you so much for joining me today. Remember to keep running with purpose one step at a time. We'll see you guys next week.